ready or not, here we go. Hello and welcome to the studio demanded an exercise in creative thinking where we will challenge ourselves to conceptualize, pitch, and craft a film based on the stipulations of a hypothetical Hollywood overlord. Woo. I am TC DeWitt and joining me as always is Jim Great Beard Berzelic. How's it going, Jim? Great. <laughs> what are we doing here? We talk movies all the time. In particular, we complain about the choices that are made in movies all the time. And of course, like any good nerd and cinephile does, we automatically assume we could do better. Automatically. Automatically. We see a mistake and we go, I can't do that. So we decided to make a podcast about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we assume and we are going to prove that we could make better choices based on the demands and restrictions that clearly must have been put in the place of the production. I'm a writer. You're a writer. We're both filmmakers. I've directed and acted and produced. You've directed and produced. So we're not without experience. How you doing, Jim? I'm doing well. You do have a good beard right now. Thank you. you have, Thank I, you. It's I. It was. It was quite long. It was um, bordering on uh, words. Uh, uh, I got, you, I don't got the words again. You, you, uh, hermit. You, that's oh, the word. Uh, it was bordering on hermit. Hermit. Uh, and uh, going for wizard, mm -hmm. but uh, then I decided to give it a trim. Mm -hmm. So uh, I brought it down, brought it down to a nice. Uh, okay. It's uh, it's quite uh, long. I think it, you. Well, it 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 grew back out okay. a bit, right? So this is this is about an inch longer than where I had taken it. All right. I, I've been growing mine out for a part, so like I have I have quite a lush beard going right now. I mean, well. me too. Yeah. Uh, I, I also. <laughs> I think <laughs> I don't know who has the right of way beard law. I I do because it's because yours is longer. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Mine's too clean. Like I'm clearly. Yeah. I should well, you can have you can have a clean long beard as well, mm -hmm. but it's it's almost always length. <laughs> um, I I could see a situation where where a beard could be mighty in other mm -hmm. ways, mm -hmm. uh, but <laughs> but generally it's it's going to be length. So so you know how like there's barber shops and there's salons mm -hmm. and there's also studios where you can get your haircut. Yeah. We're discussing a different studio demand because <laughs> we're discussing hair and beard. Yeah, that's true. The yeah. studio demands a goatee. No, okay. <laughs> so, uh, I'll, I'll do it by God. I'll, I'll do that a one. Podcast as well. strictly about uh, yeah. beards, where we where we talk about the facial hair we have. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I perhaps I'm just not attuned to it yet. I don't know if you can hear yeah. facial hair. I think I, people who have facial hair can hear it. Okay, right? so it would be for them. Yeah, like it's a it's a real. You know, you have a hairy upper lip. You can just hear it. If you have one, you can hear it in someone else. Yeah, there it is. I hear it. It's like it's like a dog, like a dog. Uh, I don't want to say whistle? dog whistle because that so has a bad connotation. <laughs> <laughs> what well, kind of mustache does he have? He said dog whistle. <laughs> and okay, moving on. <laughs> so where to begin? We have our ridiculous pile of studio properties. Uh, mm -hmm. We've been doing this for a few episodes now. We've yep. actually are developing an audience. <laughs> so excitedly so. Yeah. Um, we actually have a guest star. This uh, so we did the Dark Universe. Yes, we brought the Wolfman on. We did. He refuses to revert back to human form. Because well, why would you? It's a weaker form. It's a. Why would you be anything but the wolf at all times? Yeah. Right. People just. I mean, society I, needs yeah, to accept it'd be great. that wolves are are wolves too. Their wolves are people. Wolves. <laughs> yep. Wolves. <laughs> Wolves, people, people okay, wolves. But the best part about this is we finally reached a point where our stack of possible studio demands, mm -hmm. we now can add to it because the listeners have finally started throwing demands at us. Yes. And uh, tonight we have a listener who has chosen 
what our demand will be. Yes, we have. Yeah, I, I think what we need, though, and this is something for the future. So if you're going to throw us a, a, a demand, if you're going to say do this movie, do this franchise, do this, um, then you have to come up with a studio name. So we will refer okay. to like this this tonight's episode. Uh, our studio head that is making <laughs> the demand is is our friend Leah. She's she's made a demand, and she actually told us what her studio name is. Better than the book productions. Yep. Now that's no indication of what we're going to do today, but but it will be. It might be. <laughs> we, but literally, you or I don't really know what we're jumping into here. That that's right. We did a uh, uh, we correct. We're kind of going in blind here. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So I guess uh, we should just jump in. So yeah, I guess so. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. What we're going to do is, like I said, we're going to uh, get a demand of a studio to basically fix a movie that didn't work. So (laughs) here we go. I'm just going to bring it up. I do not know what we're going to do. Today, we are doing The Terminator. Ooh. A new Terminator. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I have... uh, Okay. So the studio is demanding a new Terminator. Now... The question is, mm-hmm. do we fit it in the current continuity? Do we completely reboot it? What do we consider canon? What do we not consider canon? Because currently coming out this year, as of recording, there is a new Terminator coming out, oh. directed by, I believe produced by James Cameron. But sure, Schwarzenegger's in it, Linda Hamilton's going to be in it, and probably a new friggin' John Connor, because they got to have a new Con- one for every movie. Yep. So... Well, that'd be the studio is demanding a new Terminator, but that's the extent of our demand is just a new Terminator. Yep. Now I have to ask you: Is this does this come off of your list? It does. It does come off. Of, yes. So I I'm going to have you jump on uh, the studio demands and kind of create some more stipulations for them. For okay. Us sure. To discuss here. Um. Well. Uh. So with this one, this one was the one that I uh I had no ideas. Oh, I've been great. avoiding thinking about. <laughs> it was just the one. It just seems like. Like it should be, it should be done. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I, I first with all the things you just said, I think we should uh, probably explore all of those options. Oh boy! Um, at least a little bit, at least touch on them. Uh, so the first thing that comes to mind to me, oh, but you wanted stipulations first. Well, I, uh, keep talking. Let's see here. You're moving along here. Because, uh, because as as you were describing, uh, uh, that 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 is a should it be this or this and there's a new one coming and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It occurred to me, it could actually be really, really fun to do a, a reboot mm-hmm. that acknowledges the previous one, a la Star Trek. Okay. So like, which is the movie that started this entire podcast is yes. our Star Trek into darkness conversation led to the creation of this. Okay. I have such memories about Terminator. I'm excited to dive into this. Leah, thank you for picking this for us. <laughs> <laughs> I can remember the the most heated discussion I ever had about Terminator was before Terminator Salvation came out. And my friend Ben, who I used to do a podcast with, had asked me if I was a fan of it. And I said, because he knew I loved time travel. Sure. And I said, no, I don't like the Terminator movies. He's oh. like, why? And I, was, I literally pulled out a whiteboard to explain the paradoxical nature of Terminator. Ah. And he was like, boy... For disliking this movie series, you sure know a hell of a lot about it. <laughs> and I suppose the more I talked about it, and we've gone through Salvation at this point and, and Genesis, which is just a textbook example of terrible trailer making. Did you know why they did the reveal in the trailer? Because they didn't think people would accept it if they saw it in the movie. You know what I'm talking the, about? Genesis. The, um... Spoiler for Genesis that John Connor is the big bad villain 
in Terminator. Oh, I didn't even remember that. Yeah. They revealed Honestly, uh, uh, if, if I'm thinking of the right one, I don't even know if I'm thinking <laughs> of the right one anymore. Um, that was the latest one, right? Correct. Yeah. The one before uh, that was like, good for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, honestly, the best thing the, to come out of that movie. The thing that I remember about that trailer, uh, the thing, it, I, I was excited to see it and then I just didn't get the chance to, but mm-hmm. apparently everyone else disagreed with me. I actually thought getting. Um, the Khaleesi. The, yeah, Khaleesi to, to be uh, uh, Sarah Clark. Connor yeah. uh, was a, an amazing choice. I, I, That's, for, for my mind, for yeah. my memory of Sarah Connor, uh, uh, Linda, uh, no. Uh, uh, Linda Hamilton, right? Yeah, Linda Hamilton being younger, I thought that she was a great match for that. And you, uh, what a great way to kind of reinvigorate the the story. Um but uh, uh, with with uh, essentially her showing up and saving the Terminator. Come with me if you want to. Yeah, yeah. I thought I thought that was amazing, and I really wanted to see it from that point. Um, and then just that that summer, I didn't get to. <laughs> well, we we've they've attempted to reboot this. This will be the third time they've done it, and they're using the they're kind of going with the the new way of rebooting things. At least for Dark Fate, uh, Terminator Dark Fate's the the most recent one uh, coming out this year. Um, directed by Tim Miller from Deadpool fame, uh, oh. is that they just are ignoring the bad ones and only <laughs> only oh. one and two exist and that's it. I mean, okay. <laughs> well, that's the new method of doing it. Halloween did it. Um, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. So that's the new way to do the reboots is to just ignore the bad ones and only like robot, robot, robot cops going to do it. You know, robot cop. <laughs> robot cop. <laughs> robot cop. <laughs> <laughs> You know, robot cop. <laughs> robot cop. <laughs> You're coming with me, dead. <laughs> dead and alive. <laughs> so there we go. Um, do you like Terminator? I suppose we're doing a little uh, bit of a review before we dive uh, into I do. Okay. I do. So, so the the thing that you said you don't like the paradox. I I love I love it. I'm being sure. pedantic about it. That it's like, do I hate it? No. Do I? I just. I can appreciate that term, T2, Terminator 2, is one of the finest action movies ever made, made by one of the finest action directors ever made, crazy-ass James Cameron. <laughs> like, I will never not, like, I will always agree to that. that sure. T2, I really like the first one because it's just a horror movie. Mm-hmm. It's like a slasher movie. Mm-hmm. It just happens to be Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Do you do a Schwarzenegger but, impression? Uh, that's my, I could, I, you can, you can put some phrases in there, but they're not nearly as much it fun. As, yeah. <laughs> okay. So where do we begin? Where do, is this a reboot? You want, are you saying this? So, so here's the thing. Acknowledge all of them. Uh, maybe, mm-hmm. uh, I think the studio would like to, the studio wants to lose no money on previous attempts. Oh boy. You little stupid studio, you shouldn't have made Terminator <laughs> Genesis. Because this could be like a, a diehard six situation where we're like, let's just pretend five doesn't exist and then like, no, no, sure. five has to exist. So Well, so here's here's the problem with that stipulation. Yeah. Again, I haven't seen Genesis mm-hmm. and I haven't the the other thing that I know a bunch about, but actually haven't seen all of that I think was fantastic was the Sarah Connor Chronicles. Sarah with, with another Game of Thrones alumni. <laughs> yeah. Um uh so so uh, uh doing so, uh, uh making making something that does acknowledge everything, I'm coming in at a handicap. 
Okay. Well, um, I, I've actually talked to you about this before because you had shared that concern previously. Mm -hmm. And I said, this is perfect because how many studio executives <laughs> make decisions on franchises they don't know a damn thing about? Yeah. But because they have the suit and the money and the, and the, the office and the top, top floor, yeah. they get to make calls about like, Movies they've never even seen before. It's like, right, yeah. just do it that way. That's what people want. <laughs> just the Terminator. Schwarzenegger's in it? Yeah, just do that. Yeah. It's like, you don't know anything about this franchise. It doesn't matter. So it's okay that you haven't seen Genesis because a studio. I, I know. It's a bad movie, okay? I agree. Ah, Beckett. Look, they made the mistake of trying to, like, Facebook it. I get it. Like, that was the bad guy. Was <laughs> Social media was the villain. <laughs> Wait, in, in seriously? In Genesis, it really? was all about the like oh, the God. release of no. like, it was release of a new social media app that went that became the singularity. Uh, <laughs> Is that your idea? Oh, I took, I'm sorry, <laughs> I've ruined this episode. No, <laughs> your man. Fine, fine, fine. That works. Fine, I'll do it. I'll make it work. Oh, because you now have to absorb that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, Sarah, Chronicle, Sarah Connor Chronicles. They did a good job with it. Oh, Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then the social medias came. Okay, so where do we get? Okay, so um, so, so you had mentioned you uh, that you didn't like the paradox, and I've talked to other I, people about this. Yeah. They didn't like the paradox either. I love the paradox. Uh, 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 let me specify the paradox that I like. Right. Um, I like that Skynet, the Terminator, creates itself. And it's just that constant loop of yeah. creating itself. Yeah. It, it is from the future. Nothing in the past ever led to it. It's just it's just always this this thing that will show up because it manifests from nowhere. I, I love that. I love it so much. <laughs> and and the thing is, it's not just, oh, the bad guys popped in from the future because we said they could. They always set it up so that it so that something happens that ensures that it that it occurs, right? The right. first two movies it was there's an arm left over. Mm -hmm. Um and then the, the yeah. responsible for great sky and yeah. it's all right, so in, in your wanting to stay true to the franchise and your wanting to stay true to Terminator, is that something that needs to occur in this movie? And if you want to absorb all the existing versions of this, you have to recreate the loop, right? Like, like let me let me try this again. The first one exists and it loops back on itself, and then we move forward in time, and then you the second one exists because it loops back in on itself, and then you move forward just a little bit more in the third one, and then the fourth one goes way further into the future and mm -hmm. it still loops in around on itself, and then the fourth one goes back. Sarah, the T-800 actually goes back to when she's a child and befriends her, and then they grow up together <laughs> until Kyrie, Kyle Reese shows up, and then they jump forward in time, but the T-800 couldn't travel, so he waits for them, and now he's old, and now they're in modern day, and the Skynet sends like a nanobite uh, Terminator back who actually is John Connor, and, oh, no. and he wants to kill Sarah, and stop so they have to stop face evil facebook <laughs> so the thing is i think that even that can be acknowledged and uh, then sarah connor jumped around like they jumped ahead 10 years so they were in the early 2000s like so i think as strange as it may be mm -hmm. all of that stuff that they did let's just call it stuff mm -hmm. um actually helps us uh in that at the most we would really need to do would be to nod 
enough that it that it could exist. Okay. Uh, an example I want to give is uh, in Godzilla. I think it was King of Monsters. Um, that might be the wrong one. All the Godzilla fans are getting mad at me now. <laughs> um, they the uh, it was it was again made by Toho, and they uh, they included the American Godzilla that everyone in the world hated. <laughs> they gave him a different name. They didn't call it Godzilla. They called it Iguana something. Something dumb, probably. Yeah. Uh, uh, but but they acknowledged it. They made it a part of the, the Godzilla canon, uh, and, and it is a monster that exists there. They didn't just hand wave it away and say, oh, crazy Americans. You know, like that. Um, they said, oh, crazy Americans, we're going to beat up your dumb monster. <laughs> um, and they did. Uh, so I think I think that that could be that could be done, uh, and I think the Sarah Connor Chronicles did some really interesting things that also help uh, uh, sort of uh, explain these things. Uh, if if I remember right, um, it acknowledged different timelines, uh, yes. different versions of the future, yeah. different versions of Skynet, different versions of the rebellion, yes. sending people. And robots back in time. <laughs> Cybernetic organisms. <laughs> They're not robots. Cybernetic organisms. Thank you. Okay, don't be robotist. It's well, it's, it's true because you can't send uh, non-organic matter back in time. Mm -hmm. So clearly, they couldn't be robots. They would have to be cybernetic organisms. Uh, the, the science yeah. in this movie, these movies are so tight. Like, oh yeah, it always makes like absolute sense. Yeah, like I've never had to roll my eyes. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing the bad guy here. And I was like, how can you not like Terminator? I like the Terminator movies. Let's th Actually, I'm going to swing to the other side of being the sure. bad guy. Okay. I think Terminator 3 is not that bad. Uh, so now I have a new different set of people mad at me. <laughs> I, I didn't think it was that bad either. Um, well, and I want to come back to Terminator 3 when we're laying out how we're going to fix this franchise, creating sure. Terminator. We will come back okay. to Terminator 3. Uh, we're, we're taking a long, I think we're taking a long time to lay the groundwork here. <laughs> well, I mean, this is important. We're, we're dealing true. with a franchise that's got a lot of mess that, to clean up. It's it's convoluted by its nature and then convoluted by uh, uh, studios. I, the, the problem here for me is that Terminator was never meant to be a franchise. Like sure. It's, it, it has a, each one of the, the first one has a definitive ending. The second one has a definitive ending. They, they keep extending and prolonging this story that's been told it's done. And to varying degrees of success with something like the Sarah Connor Chronicles, some of the ideas in Terminator Salvation are good mm -hmm. when you have the charismatic void that is Sam Worthington. You know, <laughs> yeah. you're, you're, it's problematic just by yeah. casting him alone. Yeah. And, and when you have uh, a rewrite on the script while it's being made, again, the best thing that came out of that is like, good for you. <laughs> like that's the. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Terminator Genesis did have some good ideas playing with it that it could potentially have been the launch pad to a new trilogy, mm -hmm. which is what it was supposed to be. Sure, which it is fit. what I'm sure this next one is it's going to be. once again going to try to be. Uh, and so uh, this is a series that I felt, I have felt, never should have been a franchise, but it exists as a franchise. So how do we give the studio what they want? They want a successful franchise. They want a, a, a more movies to come out of this Terminator series in a story that's so simple <laughs> that they just keep telling in varying degrees. I mean, hell, how many freaking Friday the 13th there are? There's, this isn't a bad thing. This sure, is what franchises yeah. do. Yeah. How do we give them what they want, which is a, a, fran a viable franchise? That's what we need to figure out. Because 
you can convince people to go see the Terminator on name recognition alone. Schwarzenegger's going to do them until he's too old to do them. Sure. He's too old to do them, but he's going <laughs> to keep doing them. How do you create a movie that I want to see? The studio, we have to mm-hmm. give the studio a movie that I, me, because I've I said, yeah, I'm a fan of this, that, and the other, but I don't yeah. love it. How do you create something that's worth coming back to? Get get a, get a new audience in, not on just the name recognition. That's that's the mm-hmm. problem we need to solve here. Okay, um, I think we've we've laid a lot of groundwork. Continue wherever you sure. want to go with this. I'm just so my first uh, my first wall uh, idea I want to throw at the wall: mm-hmm. uh, multiple Skynets. Multiple, oh, so like competing versions of Skynet. Yes, okay. correct. So has one sent back uh, a bad guy and one sent back another bad guy, or? Um, sure. Does the resistance yeah. still so, send someone? So you back? mentioned something in uh, Genesis that uh, you, you said uh, they send back a nanotech Terminator. They they first send back a T one thousand. Okay. Yeah. To, to kill Sarah. Uh, to to kill Kyle. Yeah. Or to kill Sarah. Kyle. Whatever. It's a, they send back a T one thousand, and then they do this thing where they take over John Connor himself as like a nano. It's beyond. Oh, the, the, the so the metal. nano Terminator. That's what I was going to ask. How is it beyond a liquid metal? Uh, terminate like that's already that essentially is nanotech so how do they nano it's tiny computers so nano nanotech it can, that it can go into technology now and, and take it over oh, oh i see liquid metal oh the nanotech, the nanotech like, it it maximum overdrives everything yeah okay <laughs> uh in you know so the thing is that concept i don't mind is either mm-hmm. they just did poorly in the third one uh, with um, the girl, yeah, the girl Terminator, yeah, and she she like plugs into right. the stuff, and then yeah. she makes cop cars chase after people, <laughs> and and we get to watch the pedals depress themselves. It's very <laughs> technologically advanced. That's not how cars advanced. work. <laughs> so you're saying multiple skies. Now, what are these? What? Okay, every Terminator has your human character, your robot hero, like like a, so Schwarzenegger. Um, you have the good guy relationship, like the the saved and the one doing the saving. So Kyle Reese and Sarah. You mm-hmm. have the T eight hundred and John. You have John and Claire Danes and well, the T eight hundred. John was John. I, I felt was the damsel in yeah. in that one. Okay, yeah. Uh, so it was it was Claire Danes and the Terminator T eight hundred once yeah. again. And then uh, and then uh, conceptually, at least, I really liked the twist at the end of three. Uh, the, the, that, the twist of the way he was saving them. The, that he got him to the bunker. So that yeah. they were saying, yeah, okay. Yeah. I, again, I think three is better than people give it credit for. And it's one of those like, well, now that we've had salvation in Genesis, three looks like yeah. a million bucks. It does. A hundred million? No, 200 million. <laughs> a good movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but there's, so with, with Skynet sending back multiple villains, are they, are they competing against each other? Like, what are their intentions here? How? Um... <laughs> or you're it's, telling me I have to figure out you're the student <laughs> yeah <laughs> two uh, Skynets uh, okay well uh, um, right so uh, may, maybe maybe there's other things that need to be uh, uh, considered here um, and, and maybe the pieces will start, start falling into place mm-hmm. uh, do we need to keep the notion of John Connor JC the savior of humanity oh JC never got that before. oh no yeah, that's a, that's a pretty good one. That is really on the nose. Yeah. <laughs> How did I miss that? Robots are coming for you, for future Jesus. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yep. Jesus Connor. Yep. <laughs> I mean, John Christ. 
do we keep the concept of John Connor? At this point, I don't. What is the. Why is the Connor bloodline so damn important at this point? Like, because he's the savior. So they constantly keep trying to go back and take care of him. Like, why don't we well, go back further? What about a freaking Renaissance Terminator movie where they're freaking swash? It's Pirates of the Caribbean meets <laughs> Terminator. And uh, they're taking out great, 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 great granddad, uh, Johannes Connor. If if I remember right, there was, it didn't go that far back, mm-hmm. but there was an episode of the Sarah Connor Chronicles mm-hmm. that, um, sent a Terminator back, but they they got the time wrong, and so they sent it back to, like, the 30s or 40s, okay. and it had to wait. <laughs> um, uh, but but I believe I believe it had some some old-timey adventures. Okay. Um, so it has, it has been at least broached before. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, so my question is, how critical is John to the Terminator? Like, you ask a layman what they know about Terminator, they're going to know Schwarzenegger first and foremost. Come with me if you yep. want to live. I've, I, oh yeah, Edward Furlong. Like, Man, he's got to, he's got to save the kid. Yeah. Like how, how essential does the studio think a fresh face? Cause the, obviously they thought they could capitalize on can't, uh, casting Amelia Clark for Sarah Connor, the, the popularity of her being Daenerys and game of Thrones, mm-hmm. get her in the role. She's hot right now. She could mm-hmm. be our, our uh, like main character, the, the audience draw. Yep. People know her. Well, people are going to see her. My my guess actually is that probably came from some sort of focus testing where people were like, "Who is John Connor?" Everyone knows Sarah. Yeah. Oh, so if we can somehow move the importance of John Connor in the story, because I think uh, it it we wouldn't need to acknowledge that John Connor for the mythology of Terminator is very important. Mm-hmm. However, um. I think when watching when watching the Terminator movies, Sarah Connor is way more compelling because she's the hero that we're watching. And the studio currently does not disagree with you because they've got Linda Hamilton back for Dark Fates. Like they are realizing, yeah, John Connor isn't exactly important. So there, therein lies the question: Do we try to figure out a way to make John Connor the new star of this franchise, or do we forego him? Do we forego Sarah? Do we try to create? a new bloodline at risk here Do do we take the Connors mm. completely? I think that is more compelling to me. We want to see the robots. We want to see the action. We want to see the terminators doing the fighting and whatnot. I feel like John and Sarah are, we've seen their story at this point. They're uninteresting. I think there's new heroes and new places we can go with this. Um, I'm not opposed to it, but I'm not on board yet. You you still think we should stick with the, the I, Connor family? Yeah, uh, uh, un, un, until I hear Dan, something more compelling. Darlene, uh, DJ, yeah. Becky, like the you know Connors. What? You know what? Uh, now the studio demands you do a, a mashup between <laughs> Terminator and the Connors. <laughs> Come with me if you want to laugh. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. Get to the chopper. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> uh, well, that's all I'm going to think about the rest of this yep. episode. Well, that's yep. it, folks. Thank you for listening. We've, <laughs> we've solved this movie. The new Terminator stars, Roseanne Barr. Yep. Well, I mean, honestly, if John Goodman was in it, it would be good because it, that's that's the rule. If John Goodman's in it, it it'll be yeah, good. Yeah. Even when it's bad, John Goodman, yeah. how can you yeah. not love the man? 
<laughs> okay, so you oh. you want the counters to stay involved? You want the counters? I, to... I think so. Okay, so um, then th well, because the if because if we don't, uh, uh, I don't think Sarah counters James Bond. I don't think you can recast her. The, the as great as Amelia Clark is for what she, what she's capable of doing, she's not Linda Hamilton. That's why they're smart enough to bring her back for this. I think John's the key. If you can if you can find someone to fill that role. Because we've never, I've the most we've ever seen John Connor, the the savior of humanity, is in the first movie when we get just a glimpse of the man, right? Yeah. Well, and the, here's the thing for the for the hardcore Terminator fans, that that small scene mm -hmm. is really important. the The hardcore Terminator fans want to see John Connor. They they've wanted to see that future uh, uh, so badly. It's it was a very compelling scene. The, um, and, and that's we, what that's what a uh, uh, salvation was supposed to deliver, and it didn't. If salvation fell short in so many regards, like the the hero robot and the person being saved is Cal Reese in yeah. that one, and John is this tertiary character. It's Christian Bale doing Batman voice. Mm -hmm. They have a great cast. Terminus Salvation has, aside from Sam Worthington, the black hole of charisma. <laughs> <laughs> he's not a thing. Stop trying to make him a thing. And then they stop trying to make him a thing. Except he's going to be in four more Avatar yeah, movies. So yeah, I just got to keep seeing this guy on great. screen just sucking the life out of a movie. He's, <laughs> he's just the embodiment of vanilla. <laughs> Oh, that's not fair to vanilla. <laughs> Vanilla's I'm being, it could be good. I'm it's a good base. You know, I'm being real hard on him, but after those Oh no, the the Clash of the Titan movies okay, should have been so much fun. They should have been so much fun. Whatever. We're off topic here. We are. But they, <laughs> Salvation is a great cast and they did they Bryce Dallas Howard and mm -hmm. Christian Bale Common, so, uh freaking Anton Yelkin. Um that's a great cast and they yeah. didn't the story just didn't – we got to see the future, and there's some good stuff in that movie. Mm -hmm. The helicopter crash in that movie is fantastic. I don't know if you remember, but it's a wonder. John gets on the helicopter, helicopter. Helicopter. It goes up into the air, and it crashes all in a one shot, and it's a beautiful I don't sequence. remember that being a wonder, but yeah. And so before we go any further with, with what we're going to do with this new Terminator, mm. what, something that I'm – will sell this to me. We'll sell this in the era of film we are now, and granted, we are, are – Recording this before Dark Fate comes out, but I don't I don't know. It's Tim Miller, and he is responsible for Deadpool. Practical effects, real action set pieces with some real grit and stakes. We don't need sure. overly CG because that was the problem with Genesis: is a rubber faced CG Schwarzenegger diving into a helicopter means nothing to me. Yeah, when you go to James Cameron's T two, and yeah, you're tossing the, you're tossing the T one thousand liquid metal through the window of that helicopter. They still shot that with a real helicopter. They used those visual effects with the practical. They literally flew that helicopter under the bridge. It yeah. was so dangerous yeah. that there was only the pilot and James Cameron. Like nobody wanted to do it because it was so yeah. damn dangerous. We need that. All these all the action set pieces need to be really well thought out. That's going to get people in. When you have Deadpool doing what it does with no budget, when you got John Wick, like action movies now even like the the bloated CG ones that still utilize practical effects like uh, Mad Max Fury Road, it's visceral. It's real. I like that's what we need to inject into this franchise and bring back in this franchise. That's going to make it appealing to for me as someone who wants to feel something from a movie as opposed to just seeing. 
right? Sure. Like the best fights in the Marvel movies civil uh, is Winter Soldier because we actually see Chris Evans punching and swinging and falling. And like Marvel movies' actions aren't exactly memorable because it's a lot of CG. Sure. Um, so that's what I'm that's, – okay. that's, that's, so, that's how I'm going to sell this to a wider audience is like this. these action set pieces are going to be inspired. Sure. I can yeah I I can I can uh, get on board that. Okay. Uh, idea occurs to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, throw this this idea out there. Uh, it it kind of goes along with the idea of multiple skynets, but now I'm I'm thinking more about uh, uh, our our the characters we're potentially following. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do a trick James Cameron did oh. pre on a different thing. Mm-hmm. Terminators. <laughs> you know what? That is the perfect spot for us to take a commercial break. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break here. We're going to throw it to one of the uh, – we have an ad right here. So take a listen to this ad. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Jordan Johnson. And I'm Max Olmsted. And we're at the Top Hat Balloon Show here. Yeah, so it's a sketch comedy show and it's a complete secret to everyone. Yeah, it's a super secret. It comes out weekly, but only you can know about it. Yes, you're one of the special few who we're telling about it. Yeah, so make sure you go to YouTube, iTunes, or our website, TopHatBalloonShow.com. Yeah, and watch our videos and subscribe, but don't tell anyone. Well, (laughs) tell some people. Maybe tell some people. Maybe a few folks. Maybe... Maybe only tell, like, each of you only tell 20 people each. Yes. Then then it'll still be small and cool, but... Yeah, but it's a secret, okay? Yeah. It's a secret. Keep that in okay. mind. The secret Tom Eppelin show, okay? Goodbye. Good line. I wish uh, I was recording. I should have said it. <laughs> Should I just repeat it right now? Yeah, that's probably I, the best way to I, do okay, it. Okay, yeah. because it, it, it'll totally feel it'll genuine. Totally so, so, Jim, you're you're yeah. feeling you know, a lot of pressure. Yeah. And I said to you, you're the studio, so it's more on me to to make this work. So I'm going to moron my way through it. I'm clapping for myself. I'm clapping for it. Because it's funny when you say something on the spot and you get a laugh and then yeah. you try to recreate it. Oh, yeah. Because there's nothing better than taking something that worked in its original go of things and then going, you know what? Let's just do it again. Yeah. And you know what? This time, Schwarzenegger's the good guy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, So where are we with this? We have – you you gave us a cliffhanger. I did. Terminators. Terminators. So you've said multiple Skynet villains. Are you saying multiple Terminator heroes in this as well? I am. Okay. So – uh, right, we still have the problem of the Connors. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, what our what our what our uh, uh, ensemble team can be? Mm-hmm. It we it could be a combination of of robots. Or I'm sorry, cyborg cybernetic organisms mm-hmm. and humans. Um, that's probably actually the best way to go. But I like the idea of uh, uh, well. Again, this is probably counter to what a lot of Terminator fans really want, but I like the idea of keeping John Connor um, not not unknown, but like, like off screen. Okay. Um, uh, well, but then again, Terminator 2 had him on screen the whole time, albeit as a child. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, unless, unless with this one, this is John Connor has been killed. Skynet... A Skynet has won, mm-hmm. which is why other Skynets are now trying to defeat that Skynet. <laughs> so, like, the so John Connor's gone, 
and now a version of Skynet has taken all, off. All that's left of John Connor was what he taught us <laughs> to try to survive. You know, he bestowed us with like these. I used to hate Christ analogies <laughs> and now I just put them in everything. <laughs> okay. Well, you're onto something there because something Salvation balked at that they were, that was in the original script that it looked like that they were going with it. They, I don't know if they tested this and it just didn't go through, but they didn't follow through, which was that John Connor was going to die and they were going to, that Sam Worthington was going to have, take his heart and embody John Connor, that John Connor became yeah. a title mm-hmm. that was then the, the, the name of the resistance. John Connor's our hero, not knowing that this is a title that's being passed along. Um, and that's, I think maybe, okay, let's go there. Let's go with this. All right. Mm-hmm. So you've said there's multiple heroes. You've said there's multiple villains. We've gone through multiple movies where we've seen robot versus robot. Sorry. Cyber versus sure. yeah. T-800 yeah. versus T-1000. The version that the TX that was from Terminator 3. Different variations of this. John Connor is dead. Skynet has won. The rise of the new Skynet, a different Skynet has now come back and they're clashing. The T-800 comes back. The The problem here is, okay, we're just throwing a lot of stuff at the wall. Who's mm-hmm. our main characters here? Could there be an element of trying to build up the the myth of John Connor so that our, our the hero that comes back in time is there to find the new John Connor to basically create? I let's see if we can capitalize on this. Sure. Follow me on this and well, see what you think. I, I want to throw this idea yeah. out there as well. Um, since we are kind of turning things around, what if instead of well, because we have other Skynets coming back in time, coming uh, sideways yep. through time, what if someone comes forward? Someone comes from the past. Well, that's technically what happened in Terminator Genesis. Oh, God. Sorry. <laughs> Studio, you need well, no, to know what no, you're no. talking about. He, he, uh, he just aged into it. No, they jumped ahead. Oh, they jumped ahead? Yeah. I mean, they did in Connor Chronicles as that's well, fine. so it's not like here's I, what I, I here's, yeah. what we, here's, here's my pitch. We have multiple Skynets battling it out in mm-hmm. the streets. We're in the not-too-distant future. We're not, at the, we're not at the battle of crushing the skulls in the dirt that we saw in the original or in Terminator Salvation. We're somewhere in the interim. Skynet has won the, it's post Terminator three, post Terminator. Like we're in the midst of it, right? Yeah. And now we have Skynet versus Skynet, like factions of the same evil entity. You can use that as an allegory for how busted up America is right now. That's like the extremes of both sides are not good for this country. And they're kind of like, Dif- like hurting themselves. Okay. I know, just go with me on this. The, the concept of the hero here, we have our time traveler who's come back. John Connor's dead. It's not worth trying to save him because that's what's caused this broken ass timeline as it is. I'm sorry to like capitalize on the most li- unlikeliest of things, but into the spider verse opened a world of people to the concept of alternate realities. Sure. This time trailer that has come back in the midst of robot versus robot, cyborg versus cyborg action is not just trying to find John Connor, uh, someone to take on the mantle of John Connor, but multiple people create a team movie. The, per- the mentor from the future is roping in three or four Interesting. John Connor potentials, different nationalities. So you got different races. So you have 
and imagine the marketing campaign for this. The marketing campaign is I am John Connor. And you got your young post you got your poster of your young pop star that's breaking into the movie industry. You got I am John Connor and it's a female. You have I am John Connor and it's an Asian lead. You have I am John Connor, it's a young black girl, like a kid, right? So this person is coming back in time and found the most possible likeliest subjects to be the new John Connor. And now you have four ragtag people with their robot cyborg mentor, time traveling mentor that's trying to navigate through the robot versus robot world. And the two Skynets that are battling each other, the twist halfway through the movie is that they turn and have to team up and go after the team of possible John Connors. And now they don't know which John Connor to kill. So they're just going to kill them all. And our, and our tra- time traveling mentor character has to, I have to save all of you because I don't know which one of you is going to save the future. And your third act little twisteroo, one of these kids, one of these young people, one of these possible John Connors betrays everybody. Sides with the. Okay. I wasn't in until that. There, so the, <laughs> you have your you have your kind of two two big twists in this movie is first the revelation that the robots have, that the Skynet has won Skynet versus Skynet the Earth is over we're we're reeling and panicking it's it's just past where we are now modern day wise so it's like it's not post apocalyptic it's during the apocalypse time traveler comes back and is just plucking are you Sarah Connor are you John Connor are you just, like recruiting all the, not even like, are you Joe Schmo and Sally? What's her name? I'm going to train you to be the, the savior of humanity because statistically speaking, one of you can do it and, and heal this broken timeline, erase the Skynets, save humanity. I don't know which one of you it is. So now you have a team movie and you have action set piece after action set piece of them having to learn how to work together to defeat the bad guy. And one of them, Gets it in his head that, you know what, F this. There's no point in trying to save the future. This is who we are now. Some embittered, enraged, ward from S.H.I.E.L.D. kind of attitude where it's like, you know what, let's burn it all down. We're over here! Like the betrayer. Sure. Because once this is all said and done, you can kill the mentor. And this can be your your star power. The mentor could be your one star power in this. and Everyone else can be nobodies and up-and-comers. You kill your your... Harrison Ford, and now you've opened up the franchise to a team of saviors for humanity. Because you know what? In this day and age, we don't need one person to rise up and save us anymore. If anything's been proven by the way people have have taken to the streets and succeeded in anything right now in this day and age, it's in groups. No, there is no no man is an island anymore. Look at the women marches. Look at the Black Lives Matter. Look at the even the alt-right movements. All these movements are not led by one person anymore. It's a group of people. So what better way to save the future than with a group of people and just throw in some amazing action set pieces. Give me a couple car chases. Give me a couple explosions. And you damn right this all ends at a machine factory because where else is it going to end? <laughs> there you go. There's your movie, Jim. There's your franchise starter too. Because they can save the day in the end, but now you got a villain out there that used to be one of them. You got oh, he doesn't he doesn't get it in he the end. He doesn't get it in the end. He can get away because he can get away by being turned into a freaking cyborg. So now you got one one of us is now our enemy, and he's sided with the enemy. We can this still can have a definitive ending that they've they've kind of won, but think of some of the best Harry Potter movies that feel like an ending, but they have that moment of it's just beginning 
you can feel like a movie ended, but we got a whole lot of more war ahead of us. Mm. So. Okay. I, I just threw a lot so, at you. Yeah, so, yeah. I, like a, I like a bunch of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it should t- should take place later. I think it should take place in in slash uh, uh, after that post apocalypse so uh, world, right? Okay. So um, you, you want to see the we we need era. we need we need to see the skelebots crushing the skulls. Okay. Um, I I think uh, you're not into I, that. I'm I'm okay. Keep going. Keep going. Uh, um. Yeah. Uh, uh. So so that's that's the world it's in because there are still some people left. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh. John Connor has died. The, the hope of humanity has been extinguished, right? Um, and that's where your uh, person from the future comes, comes back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm currently thinking, because I, I want more robots. I'm just <laughs> going to call them robots. Um, I want, uh, so I think it should be a robot that comes back, and he either has a computer or just can do the calculations himself, mm-hmm. um, itself, herself, TBD. Yeah. Um, robot self. And um, so it's able to, on the spot, calculate the future. So it doesn't know which one's going to be the new savior, leader, yeah. the new savior. So it is trying to save multiple. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it also, uh, so it, it comes from so, something like not necessarily this, but essentially it's from the one super rare good Skynet. <laughs> <laughs> And it's, there's a it's version come back. In, in the fractured future yeah. that there's a Skynet that's like, we can do good things. Um, and uh, so so I think actually, in, and I think there should be more than two Skynets. It may start, it starts with the one. We probably even in the opening kill John Connor and alienate all the fans. <laughs> uh, and then when that happens, very shortly after a second Skynet shows up, that's when the, that's when the, the Skynets start fighting. So then... Maybe at every act turn, a new Skynet shows up. Just keep piling it on. Um, <laughs> and so then our um, uh, uh, ambassador from the future is saving these kids or teens or even adults. Mm-hmm. Um, but along with that, I don't, I don't think it should be a cast of just humans cowering behind one person who, uh, you know, holds the, the, the guidebook. Um, I think that... Uh, that person from the future, that that robot from the future, also as they're going, taking notes from the previous Terminators, is making guardians for each of them. So uh, that way, the thing that I'm really kind of going for, what the studio's really wanting, <laughs> is uh, a, 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 a an ensemble of different Terminators to to be our cast. So we have a cast of robots and not humans. Uh, no, the, uh, side at, side. at this point, uh, both. Okay, okay. So I, I can, I can, and, and so wise, that way you can, okay. they, they would each sort of get their own personality. And so by introducing multiple Skynets, uh, what I think that would also allow the franchise to do, uh, Arnold is great. Mm-hmm. Arnold can be in it. Mm-hmm. We need more. And we need more than Jason Patrick. And I feel bad for not remembering her name. And I don't know who else was in there. Um, it's not Olga Kirilenko. <laughs> uh, uh, 
but at this point it could be <laughs> um, because these other Skynets are showing up and, e and each one has one or more of their own models. So that's how we can not only cast new close. John Connors. Sorry, it's yeah. Christiana Loken. I, that's, okay. I was kind of yeah. in the ballpark. Someone was yelling yeah. at me off mic. Yeah. It's Christiana Loken. <laughs> Sorry, please continue. Um, but, uh, what, what that allows us to do is, is so we can still – sorry, grandfather in, uh, Arnold. Arnold. <laughs> um, but then with these, these other sky alternate Skynets, we can, uh, uh, so not only do we have new blood for the John Connors, but we also have new blood for the Terminators. Mm -hmm. It, it allows us to put new faces, new personalities on the, on these cy cybernetic organisms, but it also gives us a multiverse in which we can in introduce others if Types. we want to. Okay. I'm, I, I'm sort of on board here. I don't like the concept that each kid gets a Terminator because now we have the cast is too big. It's it's very gimmicky. It's very Transformers-y. Well, with your number of four yeah. plus the one bringing them all together, that's nine. And we're going to kill off two or three, right? That's a lot of characters to juggle. I'm, I'm, okay. I want to I find a, a happy balance here because I can think of the imagery of K2 when he jacks into the other robot in Rogue One. Mm -hmm. Right where he like re like he gets the information from the other sure. K two robot, um, just that idea of like being attacked by by a Terminator of some variety. It's just getting demolished and skins flying off, and finally like the mentor time traveling hero Terminator just grabs it and is like reprograms it on the fly, and now you have a glitchy, broken old school Terminator that is now along for the the ride sure. with, with the group. The, so kind of go back to, to where I sort of threw this at, thinking from a studio perspective, this is a Fox property. Disney now owns Fox. I know we're going to have listeners who are going to be pissed at me for turning this into some SJW garbage like like freaking Force Awakens and Last Jedi became and, and freaking Doctor Who and Star Trek have become. <laughs> but you know what? I, I'm trying to, to reach this out to a broader audience and to try to bring in new fans. And you seem to be on board with this idea of a team of John Connors. I'm quoting, putting that in quote. You seem to be on board with it. I'm not. I'm not against it, and but I, I'm just. I'm not compelled by the by by that part. Well, I think of the what, why, like what we're missing here. We can have a team. We can have three or four people of various ages and ethnicities and genders to potentially be John Connor, uh, finger quotes, um, being led by the time traveling mentor robot. What we're missing here is the villain. We don't have the, these movies are only as the reason Terminator Two and the original Terminator are so good is because those are the best villains. Terminator Three, she's not the best villain. Terminator Salvation, who was the villain? Yeah, right. Terminator Four Genesis, terrible villain. So what we're missing here to kind of like bring all these ideas together on the table is what's the threat? We can't just say multiple Skynets because that's that's there's not something tangible there to okay to threaten. So this group. again, to attempt to push my idea of of multiple cybernetic organisms, um, uh, so while we're meeting, uh, 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 basically, let's say it maxes out at one, two, let's say four, mm -hmm. right? Um, for four, Sky, four Skynets. Oh, four Skynets. Okay. Uh, uh, four Skynets, and each one. Oh, duh. That that's we're, so we're able to take a different star, essentially a different iconic uh, actor or, or or just 
character personality. And the mm-hmm. thing is, they're going to be all of whatever T version they are. Um, and, and so that actually gives a face to each of the factions. And um, each of those potential futures is based on who's the savior. That's why there's multiple Skynets because he has multiple John Connors. So depending that, so kind of drawing from inspiration from the Spider Verse oh, again. Oh, oh, now I want. Now I definitely want. Oh, <laughs> what do you want? Okay, you're the so, studio. You can so have here's, it. Here's the thing. At, at some point, either we in, we very quickly and then uh, introduce, and then we're going to end up getting rid of a fifth one um, to show that to show a coordination with that. Um, oh, maybe that might not work. I'm going to say it out loud anyway. It's yeah, going to be it, that way. Okay. It's on record, and, yeah, yeah. and uh, what a terrible idea! Yeah. We'll see, we can I'm point. Glad at he it. said it. <laughs> um, uh, we we have our 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 heroes rescue someone, and then as they're going, they get killed, and we see a whole faction of Skynet just disappear. Just like the whole reality shifts and changes, like like oh maybe fractures right in front. Sure, yeah. Not like a Dustin fadeaway Marvel Infinity War kind of thing, but actually like a broken. And see, that's the thing. I've I've leaned too hard into the Spider Verse aspect. I don't want it to be yeah. funny. I don't want it to yeah. be stylish. I want it to be. Oh yeah, no, I, I wasn't. I, I want, wasn't thinking yeah. it was. It would I, be. I'm saying this for yeah. the listeners oh. who might be might be worried that I lean that, too heavily into the fun aspect uh, of, gotcha. of into the Spider Verse. I was doing that more, leaning more towards the concept of alternate realities. I like the so idea. So it's of, not it's not the best example because I know a lot of time travel fans did not like it, but I think visually it would really work. So when it disappears, it would be a la Looper. Okay, just that. Sort of, yeah, and yeah. and then like like a whole third of the battlefield is suddenly Don't, empty. Yeah, yeah. I something visceral, something uncomfortable to see, and that's what Looper did rather well, and there. They're messing with time. It was it was gross. It was uncomfortable to mm-hmm. watch that guy's nose suddenly disappear and his fingers fall like just stop existing. So I think, uh, as much as I was saying earlier that they the real action set pieces uh, something that feels visceral and raw. I I think the doing that and erasing reality and messing with reality and making that almost going leaning towards the horror aspect of the original Terminator, making it uncomfortable to watch will also make it that much more compelling to watch. So I like that idea of like breaking reality if you kill a possible future timeline. The the logic of that though doesn't work cuz the skynets are trying to kill these kids. It's a and thus if they succeed, they shouldn't disappear. Or it just changes. And may yeah. and, and you said these skynets are versing each other that there's oh, that, different yeah, variations. Like, they're all fighting for the future that they want. Is that the, what was that? What's fight for the future? Today? That's X Files. X Files. Is it okay? Fight, right. fight the future. Fight the future. Okay. Um, I, we're st- we're still close here. We're still missing the big bad, and maybe I maybe I already came up with the big bad. Maybe it's one of them. The thing is, how do you introduce a bad guy? Well, to go along uh, with your notion of a franchise, yeah. Um, uh, so I, I like my idea of the four or five uh, notable faces mm-hmm. of of the different. Terminate bad guy Terminators, um, and then uh, your idea of the turncoat. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I like the idea of so so we don't get the bad guy until near the end, and it suggests that this is going to the, oh there are future bad guy. Can I can I make a suggestion who this person could be? Yes. Okay. I'm just gonna throw this out there, and you tell me where you if you want to go with this. So again, this might be a bad idea, but uh-huh. I'm gonna say it 
and see if your mind goes somewhere with it. Is it Sam Worthington? No, it's not <laughs> Sam Worthington. He's the real villain here. For, no. Whoever decided he was a thing. Why do I hate Sam Worthington? He's, I don't know. He's, a he's, very, he's probably a really nice guy, yeah. and this episode is going to blow our chances of ever getting <laughs> to meet or work Sam, with him. Sam, I'm just being funny to be funny. Here's my suggestion. Yeah, me too. For, <laughs> okay, it's a family bloodline that the turncoat belongs to. Okay. Uh-huh. And it's a family bloodline from the original Terminator. Okay. Sarah went out with a guy. Oh, you want to bring that theory into it? Before she uh, went out before she hooked up with Kyle. There's a dude out there that thought he did very well on a date with Sarah Connor. <laughs> and she never called him back. And he's mad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um I don't, I, I don't know. I, again, I said I'm just going to put it out there and see if you want to go with it. Because you, you, you did say the studio wants us to acknowledge all the Terminators I feel, that are coming. I feel like if I were to see that in a theater, you groan I really would go, loudly. oh, come on! <laughs> I've been there. I've seen a few movies. Go back to Ter- Star Trek Into Darkness. Yeah. I'm the one guy in the theater looking around going, are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> no, I'm the only one? <laughs> okay. <laughs> um... Come on, half the people in the theater are like, who's Khan? I don't, why'd he say it that way? Like, should I know who that is? Because, what? Okay. Wait, really? I know who Khan is. Yeah. But he I know said who it is. like everyone should like, have known it. We, oh, yeah. In, like, the, in the context I of the movie. I am Khan. Who? <laughs> Khan, Wrath of Khan? Do you know who's the second one? Whatever. <laughs> So if you, okay, so let's not go with Sarah's other date as the bloodline. I just want to throw out, we need a bad guy in this movie. And I, um, I, you, you still have not convinced me that we have one. We have, we have the, we have the concept here, a ragtag team, these multiple futures that they're all fighting for, these multiple variations of a villain that wants to beat the other ones into submission mm-hmm. so that they can be the one true future. Yeah, we we have the idea of a mentor coming back to say one of you is going to save us. I don't know which one it is, so I have to save and train all of you. Mm-hmm. I died. You're on your own. <laughs> but we don't have, and we, yeah, we can have a compelling movie with some like badass action sequences, but still going to come down to the bad guy. What the, is the one who is guy. the true villain of this movie? The a movie of a, any genre movie is made or broken by the villain. The aliens, the Terminator, um, Freddy Krueger. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what if, uh, what if the the bad guy isn't a robot? It's not even the turncoat in the group. It's someone who very early on, maybe it's a witness to John Connor's death, and in that, they're 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 so overwhelmed by his death that they decide this must be the way it is. Humanity must die, and so there is a person stalking our heroes through the whole movie. Okay. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's what every, every, like the best versions of Terminator one and two is running and gunning, Mm -hmm. flee, flee, flee until we can't flee anymore. And finally we turn and save our own asses. So yeah, having, I mean, a human bad guy is, I I, I don't know how you go and make that as uh, uh, threatening as well, actually, Skynet you're, or now Terminator you're onto something. You, 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 you said it right there, and that's something that the Terminator movies haven't done: is a human bad guy, a truly 100 percent human, no science, no cybernetic attachments, human bad guy. 
We haven't seen that. Have we? Not it's, in Terminator. It's, it's no. always the term. And we have. Well, the TV show <laughs> had had some of those. Well, that that aside, yeah. thinking of the films, um, no offense to the fans of the Sarah Connor Chronicles. I'm aware that mm-hmm. it's a very good show. <clears throat> but the that's there it is. I think that's it. If the if the villain has seemingly nothing special about him. What if his what if his the his his driving dogma, his philosophy is is uh this notion of putting our faith in one man is what's killing us. Yeah. There, so yeah. he's so his goal is to destroy this notion of a savior. Yeah, there it is. And and they're fleeing this guy. And what makes him what's so what would make him so frustrating of a villain is that he has no science behind him. He's just that smart and capable. If if I'm not and saying he survived it, this long yeah. in this and, uh you, you Hell. And it could be as simple as that. He has no connection to time traveling. He has no connection to, or you could say he was like, if the mentor robot that has come back and is trying to, maybe this was the first recruit that he failed with or not. Like, I don't know. I, I think there's something compelling about just being, he witnessed John Connor's death. He understands the potentials of the future all based on a savior. And he's like, no. That's I, what's destroying us. Or mm, you like the idea of him being? No, no. I had an idea. Uh, it 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 moves away from the notion of a, a a ragtag group of humans trying to survive. Okay. We have the uh, our our bad guy human. Mm-hmm. I I am enjoying that idea more and more. Me too. I think that's. Um, I think we're on to something. And so I don't know if we want to go so far as to say he is the one who kills John Connor, mm-hmm. uh, but I think he's definitely at least witness to it and so we get an idea so because i think john connor in our story here needs to die um to make this happen i agree uh so then either he witnesses our character coming back in time i don't know why i like the idea of him being another robot a a beneficent robot from the future i think we need that in this we need Um, the t1 t1 sorry t2 proved the benefit of having the good guy robot versus the bad guy robot. And I think absolutely the mentor, the one bringing them together, training them, protecting them should be some version of a Terminator. Oh crap. I lost my train of thought. Um, you like the human bad guy. You like uh, that you uh, could and, have witnessed John Connor's death or potentially have been responsible for it. I'm trying to get um, you back. Yeah. Track. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, cause what it was, doing, it was going back toward the multiple good guy robots. Mm-hmm. Um, we can uh, still get there. It was, I think we can still get there. Uh, so, so, <laughs> Um. So yeah, basically this this kind of cat and mouse thing. Our uh, uh our 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 nihilistic human, mm-hmm. uh, basically early on also meets our um, our our uh, messenger messenger. What's what's the, the the term? What was uh? I can't think of what the term is. The 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 robot who comes back in time to find the the new John Connors. Right. The um, shepherd. Yeah. Um, he, sure. We'll use the, for, for our short term, uh, he, uh, meets our shepherd, finds our shepherd, finds out about his mission. Um, and doesn't necessarily say right up front, oh, I'm going to get you. Uh, but that's very quickly what he then decides is like, wait, so now the future is trying to, the, the future is trying to undermine what I think will save humanity, which is no savior. So, um, he's stalking, he's stalking him that way. Uh, finding finding the new saviors. I'm running out of gas here. <laughs> um, ah, shoot. It, we're we're really kind of back where we were. Um, I, I think just with 
you know, with more robots. <laughs> <laughs> I, so Dang. you, as a studio, you're trying to figure out how to create a toy line of multiple robots well, here. And I get where you're going with that. I see the benefit of having different variations of the robots for our heroes to work with and use. I, I don't know if having them being a part of the team can work. Time and time again, we've seen at most you could have two. C-3PO and R2-D2 have shown us that. We have there's always a fun robot character with the teams in every Star Wars. There's a there's a new robot for every K2SO, Chopper from Rebels, BB8. It works like having that extra robot sidekick. But I don't see why you can't just apply the standard character archetypes mm -hmm. to a band of robots. You, you have the you're the, trying to erase the human element here. A little bit. But that's not going to sell this movie to a general audience. The toys, it's cool to have Are, a bunch do, of robots. You, you think so? No, I, ter, I, okay, I, yes, I, I can, I can acknowledge. Term, Terminator 2, Eddie Furlong is, is fine. He's <laughs> fine. But how much of that movie are you like, yeah, Eddie Furlong? I know I'm not going to disagree. And the Transformers movies have proved that people will pump billions of dollars into watching robot heroes smash into robot villains. But to truly sell this movie to a critical degree, a critical success, we need the human element. And I do think that you could have a team of humans and robots working together, but the humans need to be the thrust here. The humans need to be the main characters, and the robots need to be their subordinates or their sidekicks. And it can't be a one-on-one -on -one ratio, one-to-one -one ratio. I have, I'm a human, here's my robot sidekick. Well, I'm a human, and here's my robot sidekick. That's it starts turning into Power Rangers. It starts turning into, it's too gimmicky. And I think that if we had a group of four kids, I'll give you three robots. I know you're the studio here, but I'm trying to, I, I can see the camp of having a robot for every kid. I can see. Yeah, no, it, it, I, I, that was just the, it doesn't have to be one for one. Um, that, that was my concern that that's where you're going. Cause then we it, have a, a no, it, it doesn't, it doesn't have to, uh, uh, I actually wouldn't mind, uh, the, uh, the ratio being the other way, but yeah, it doesn't have to be <laughs> one for one. You are the studio. Um, so technically I have to bend to your demands if you're telling me you need more robot main characters here, but it's. So, so I basically, uh, uh I guess as a studio, I'm trying to have my cake and eat it too, which is, uh, I'm trying to diversify the Terminators, which is the, uh, uh, attractive. It's, it's the thing that is compelling about the right. Like visually you think the skeleton robot, right? Am I wrong? <laughs> Peanut gallery the over there. Gallery. Am, I, am I wrong about that? You can say that you can say something. <laughs> yeah, she just um, said Schwarzenegger. That's not an answer. <laughs> I believe it is. Um, uh, but but like you remember, you remember uh, the liquid one from the second one, right? And right. Uh, that's what you remember is is the, is is those two, right? That was at the height of the Terminator franchise. Yeah. But it it, al it almost always comes back to the the skeletal robot, mm -hmm. uh, and then whatever potential skin you put over it. And I'm trying to create a situation where you can put a new skin on, but not just one. Uh, I'm trying to create a situation where we, uh, you can then build this franchise. Uh, cause I guess that's what we're doing. We're not just making right. one it, new movie. We're building to have a complete story, but it needs to um, launch into a franchise. Cause uh, that's what the studios obviously want. It, and it, it allows, it allows, uh, uh, it, it, it allows you to inject, 
uh, uh, another 20, 30 years by putting newer, younger faces on the Terminators themselves, which are what's going to theoretically keep launching it. And mm-hmm. I realize it's it's falling into the DC folly of uh, universe building by trying to do it in one movie. Yeah. Uh, but what I'm trying to go for is, uh, so the magic uh, that we've discussed that, that Marvel uh, off, off uh, uh, camera, um, <laughs> off mic, uh, off mic. Uh, yeah. we, we've discussed the, the magic that, that Marvel was able to do was they made a bunch of separate movies and then brought them together. And that's what made it work because then you could downplay the ones that didn't work well and upplay the ones that did work well. Mm-hmm. What I'm trying to do here is I'm trying to, uh, uh, because we're putting a bunch of new Terminators with new faces in here, a whole bunch, not just one and hoping it works. We're putting a whole bunch. We'll see which come out of that as working well. Right. There will be fan favorites. There will be things like that. And so that way you get multiple options, mm-hmm. uh, all from, from, your 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 one movie. You're you're kind of incubating a bunch of ideas here, bunch of Skynets, bunch of new Terminators. And I love uh, all that. My uh, question and, is and, and and the the bunch of uh, a bunch of John Connors is also uh, a neat idea, which is which is why I like that because it, it kind of helps with that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just uh, I'm not a fan of leaning so much on the Connors the, or the 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 the, the, the 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 savior element like right. like it's well yeah. and it it could be that the the final the don't say final solution that the <laughs> the way to solve this in the end is it's not just one of us is going to be a savior we need to work together to go back to that angle sure. where I'm lost I, I think that I'm I'm either not agreeing with you or just I'm not understanding where you're coming from is do you want the heroes of this franchise to be cyborgs. Is that I think that's where I'm lost because if that's the case, then we're, we're looking at the wrong fra- – I, I have chosen to look at the wrong franchise for inspiration. If you're mm. asking me as a studio that you want all these heroes to end up being cyborgs and you don't even want humans as the – you want more robot characters, good and bad, and less human characters, then I, I, then I need to start considering Blade Runner and Blade Runner 2049 because mm. Blade Runner 2049 – within the first half hour of that movie, successfully made me care about a replicant and his holographic wife. They're not human. Neither <laughs> sure. of them are human. But they felt so genuine and that relationship was so real. I really, really cared about that. And that's that's it. So it is possible. If you're asking me to come up with, to, to pitch you an idea where the human, and maybe that's the, the, the end game of, what the bad guy is trying to, our human character is the essentially the last human standing and saying, you know, I've done it. All your potential John Connors are dead. There is no future here. And all those robots they've collected along the way turn to him and say, no, we're the future. And that's your, that's your, basically your end of this, this movie. All the human characters have died. Their robot counterparts who've saved parts of their personality and, 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 and uh, transpose them onto themselves, different levels of Terminator styles, different looks, different abilities are saying you know, the, the idea of John Connor, the idea of saving the future rests now on our artificial hands because the bad guy kind of was right in the end. Humanity's not going to save the future for themselves. The robots are. I think 
you I think we're I think maybe That's, I'm getting you. Uh, that feels Maybe it feels like what I've been trying to say, but when you say it out loud, I feel like that's not going to be as so successful. <laughs> well, I think that's where we're just, that's just, and you know, what's great is that I'll, this will be the first episode where we're like kind of crushing our arms and be like, nope, my way. And you're going, nope, my way. And that's fine. <laughs> we got close with that with the dark universe. And I just, I just hammered you into the ground until you finally agreed to let me do monster squad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I think what's, what's happening here is this, this, it's a difference in taste because I want to see – I like the idea of, of – and I I can get on board of having different versions of Terminators being a part of the good guy team in the end mm-hmm. and having five, six, seven main characters. It's possible. Guardians of the Galaxy proved you can have that many strong personality, different personality types in an ensemble that they can all work together to save in the end, save the world and universe in the end. So, yeah, maybe I'm being a little too – precautious about not wanting to have robots, robot, robots, because I've used, I've just cited a bunch of examples that prove that that method could work. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blade Runner 2049, Guardians of the Galaxy having a variety of personalities. I know I, they're not robots. I mean, it, does, it it's it's pretty second and third act when uh, when there's a bunch of them, but Wally. Yeah, yeah. So uh, maybe I'm being too stubborn and wanting <laughs> it to just be, no, the humans, the humans have to save the day in the end. We need our robot and human friends to come together as one and work together and just, you know, more more Terminators than men. You know what? It's a three to four ratio. We got four humans and three <laughs> robots. But in the end, one of those human dies, but they re- uh, resurrect them and they're a cyborg now. So now you got four <laughs> robots and I got three humans and we both win. <laughs> sure. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> um I I don't know I I don't know if we've solved anything here. I don't, I don't know where else. Perhaps want... perhaps this is why the Terminator movies end up the way they do because <laughs> <laughs> there's too many ideas on the table. Yeah, I do think there's something here. If the fr- if if the studio demands that you can feel me t- trying to like yeah. wind yeah. this up, yeah, right yeah. Now, I think if the studio's intention is to launch a Terminator franchise, mm-hmm. and what I would like is a movie I give a damn about that has amazing action set pieces and interesting characters. And you're also trying to play with, we have different timelines fracturing with different Skynets and different T-1000s, T-800s, TXs. Every robot you can imagine, some are good, some are bad. And this, my human group that I've created is trying to navigate, just survive. Like, where are we running to? I don't know, but we got to keep running. I just need to keep you people alive. We'll figure it out as we go. You got a human bad guy chasing them who is like, how in the midst of all this technology and all these different variations of, of Skynet and all these different variations of good Terminators trying to stop him, is this human not being stopped? I think I think we have something here. You're thinking, your lips are... Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm imagining, now I'm, I'm, I'm close to... to co- uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's, Jim's broken. Uh, it's all the paradox. Yep. It's yep. Uh, ah, we didn't even fit my paradox in there. God <laughs> dang it! No, no, we did because you talked about like uh, reality's getting broken, and then if you oh, kill it, sure. then it doesn't exist. But if it doesn't exist, who killed it? There's going to be like 15 paradoxes in this, and and I think characters need to address that. And I think that there can be those elements of of self awareness in the midst of this of this terminator which is all part of like 
revitalizing franchises at this point is lampshading. Sure. Making characters fans of the franchise within the franchise, having a person who's obsessed with Michael Myers Mm -hmm. in the new Halloween, having Ray and Finn being obsessed with the old Star Wars and being in Star Wars. So I think it's perfectly possible to acknowledge paradoxes and time travel and, and really hammering it home. Maybe, maybe to satisfy my need for multiple robots, it doesn't need to be that they're there from, you know, act one to act three mm-hmm. and they're characters we get to know and love like they're the Autobots. Um, That's what this is all about. What if, <laughs> what if, uh, uh, just through, through the chase, cause, cause now I, I'm the, the, the way you just described it, I, uh, uh, it, it it became more crystal clear in my head this mm-hmm. this singular stalker uh hunting this this group of people and and in in my own mind i started uh uh deciding now you earlier you you were sort of giving faces to them but they were all kind of in my in my mind they were all sort of blank late teen early 20 diverse cast and that was not really interesting to me at all but now i'm thinking what if like one's a baby one's a preteen one's an old woman and uh, just another adult or something certainly certainly. um uh uh, like literally quite literally a ragtag group being led by this by this very clinical um uh uh robot that's a, like a T six hundred. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, I'm I'm actually thinking it's quite advanced because okay. it it has the ability to connect back to the future to see the different probabilities. Okay, I see. But it's not super, It's not sophisticated as far as weaponry goes, and instead, as they travel, uh, he, it becomes aware of their stalker, and so not only is he trying to do things like obfuscate their path. Um, but the only real weapons available to him to protect these uh, uh, people is to um, basically co-opt the um, the other Skynet's robots. So then yeah. we can see uh, uh, the um, like each action get, set pieces utilizes some of the other Terminators. Yeah, I got you. Um, okay. And and allows us to introduce other Terminators, and so then we get. Uh, name name a celebrity we would want to cast oh, as, as a Terminator. I literally was just writing a name down. <laughs> Carl Urban, man. Carl I, Urban. I do not know Great. why, but I've had it in my head sure. since we started talking. I love Carl oh, Urban. He man. loves oh. genre stuff. I want to see him in this in some... Oh, I don't, want I don't even one. want him to be this. Actually, he would make a great bad guy. Right? That's exactly oh, what I was thinking. no, yeah. He'd be so perfect for this. Um, I, I was... I was for, for my current example, I was originally thinking The Rock, right? But... Um, uh, Are you I, I feel like for putting a disposable yeah. terminator. Oh, okay. I yeah. see. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh so we Dolph would, Lundgren. Sure. Sure. Why not? Yeah. Uh uh Dolph Lundgren is is uh, uh I mean that doesn't really anyway, that's a different argument. So we're just getting <laughs> for example purposes. Dolph Lundgren, uh he's we've seen him now for like a good 10, 15 minutes of the movie. There's bunches of him and he's a bad guy ah, and he's uh, but then blades. Yeah, but then our, but then Carl Urban, he's he's stalking our our people through a, a, a warehouse and our our robot dude uh finds a, a a downed Dolph Lundgren and so he like uh, uh, plug, plugs into him yeah. and then like uh, stands him up so then Dolph Lundgren gets to have his moment as a good guy like go out the back way there I'm gonna go. hold yeah. you yeah. off right, and I, and yeah. so and so we get this multiple times mm-hmm. and like, so so yeah. ideally ideally 
uh, each time we're going to meet someone, we're like, no, I want to know them. Oh, I wanted to see the Dolph Lundgren <laughs> T750. <laughs> um, yeah. So that that was, oh, oh, does that work? I was, so I was originally thinking that the Shepard character would be like a very ir- erudite uh, uh, Niles uh, uh, type type Buffy character. Vampire Slayer. Uh, yeah, yeah. However. Giles. Uh, Sorry. G- uh, uh, well, no, no. I was thinking uh, Giles. Yes. But I was thinking um, Frazier's brother. Okay. David Hyde Pierce. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, what if, what if that's our, our, our nod and inclusion of Schwarzenegger, that he's the oldest, the, oh, the yeah. oldest version of of that series from is turns out to be from this future and is sent back. Um, Are you thinking to casting Schwarzenegger for this mentor role? Yeah. Okay. As as as, as well, the shepherd because and 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 this robot, it, 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 he's still a cybernetic organism, mm-hmm. but is m- built mostly to. To to pro, uh, uh, not to be offensive, but to be to to know things. He's an indestructible tank, and he has, and it's just his shell. Okay, I see. You're, and honestly, Schwarzenegger as a part of this is is such an easy gimmick to get people in the seats. He's sure. back again. He's back again. All right, I got to see it. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, uh, but, dark, dark fate might be his last hurrah, but as mm-hmm. long as Schwarzenegger's around, he's got to be in this. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and, and like. Uh, yeah, casting him in the uh, not not even old guard ro- role, but like uh, he at this point he's he's the wise man, he's the sage, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and he's and I would take away all jokes. Like there's nothing like Haha, he doesn't know how to smile. Like none of that anymore. He is a fully functioning Obi Wan Kenobi Terminator. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Hell yeah, I'm I mean I'm I'm on board for that. And if he didn't want to do it, casting some elder. I used Harrison Ford as a reference earlier, mm-hmm. just referencing Force Awakens, but some someone of that capacity, uh, capability, that genre connection. If it's not Schwarzenegger, we can surely find someone. I love that you're on board for Carl Urban as the bag. because <laughs> literally what I was thinking. I mean, are we going to go so far as he's like quoting Shakespeare while he's doing this stuff and like dooming himself to being that kind of bad guy? But I don't know if we need to go there and get into the nitty gritty of those no, details. But no, no. Uh, uh- uh, maybe, maybe. Do you think Bible quotes, or is that too much? <laughs> well, I mean, he's anti-savior. Like, yeah, he's like, we don't need a savior, and like quoting That's examples true. from the Bible and the Quran and the Torah, like constantly referencing well, uh, biblical uh, and making making uh, uh, religious references to to things like uh, uh, leaders who will lead you astray, false prophets, mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, might work. There's something haunting in that, and he is he is set. Uh, what's the movie where he plays the cowboy? It's like a futuristic movie. Priest is that the name of it? He's just <laughs> he's Judge Dredd. Like he's Bones from Star. Trek. I love, mm-hmm. Carl Urban is just so committed to geek culture, and when he gets a role, he like throws himself in it. Yeah, I'm I'm on board for that. And whoever, whatever young or faces, young like up and coming faces we can throw into the group, I think we got it. I. Let's. We could sit down and write this now. I think we have enough. Mostly, we we just we uh, don't have the ending. Like, how does how is Carl Urban stopped? How is he finally stopped? I, do we want it to go downwards? The mentor versus him, so that that's how we lose the mentor in the end. Does mentor have to die earlier in the movie so that the, that the new ragtag group can rise up to defeat him? Because you're right, we don't have 
the machine warehouse fight to end the fight or to end, to end the movie with. Would it work if our if our human uh, 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 survivors, mm-hmm. um, the 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 people we've been trying to protect that cannot protect themselves this whole time, somehow? Uh, it does. It comes down to villain versus shepherd, mm-hmm. and he's about to, you know, smash his head with a rock. Good classic way of doing things, mm-hmm. or shoot him, whatever. Um, <laughs> and and uh, be, because because symbolically, it comes down to the uh, a savior is is the end of us, and the shepherd saying no, a, a, a savior must, or uh, is essentially a. Uh, 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 I'm I'm not getting the I'm not explaining it right. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to help you this time. No, I I do think you're right. Like having the that's probably the classic way to go to have the final showdown seemingly be shepherd versus villain, and the shepherd's going to sacrifice himself to take out the villain, and perhaps we pull the rug on that and let the let the I was thinking the let the ru- let the flock. Yeah, save the shepherd. Save the, save the shepherd and and defeat the villain, and maybe there's a question along the way of like, how do you stop this guy? Well, we got to kill him. Is killing the answer? Like, I don't. There can be some moral gray area for all these characters, and I think I think the missing element that I don't feel like we can answer now without truly diving into who our cast of characters is. In the end, there's gonna be a leader that rises up among that to lead the group. We can still move towards a future where this group needs to work together to save the future. But there's, I, I think, I, no, no, I, no, I, I actually, no. that might be the whole, the whole point. The whole, the whole point to this is our shepherd. Uh, maybe our shepherd also dies at the end of this, uh, along with the villain. Mm-hmm. But the message in the end is, as kind of as you said earlier, it's gonna take all of us. Okay, then. I love the ending of uh, Rogue Nation, Mission Impossible 4, Rogue Nation, where it's it truly is all all the characters, Benji, uh, uh, um, uh, Ethan, um, Paul Patton, and Jeremy Renner, names can't remember, <laughs> but they all, they all literally, all four of them have to work together to save the day. There's no one person that, yeah, Ethan gets to hit the button, but they all four yeah. have to play their part to save the day. So yeah, in the end here... It has to be them all working together. So not one person defeats the bad guy. It's they all do it. They say, yeah, the shepherd is going to have to go on. Like we need to lose Gandalf. We need to lose Obi-Wan in order for our heroes to, to carry, to move on to the next level of their quest as heroes. Um, But yeah, giving that villain his final showdown, it's a badass action fight. And, but in the end, he's going to be defeated by the group proving that, the future is is gonna happen yeah. one way or another, and he just won't be around to and, see it. Yeah, well, and and that and that the message goes on. Yeah. That that, um, I think, yeah. And I'm, and I'm could, just stuttering at this point. The, 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 but I, I, having it be just a big action set piece and in the warehouse would probably do it. Uh, give people what they want, and and setting it up with. The, uh, kind of what uh, Sarah has at the end of Terminator 2 where she gives her message or in the end of Terminator 1 where she does the monologue about like the future's coming whether we want it or not and I'm going to be there to see it and mm-hmm. kind of returning to that formula that makes the first one and the second one so good. Yeah. And enough closure in these characters that there's hope but also enough of an open door that we can keep going on and face some new bad guys in the future. And there's your new Terminator. I think so. Yeah. 
there's probably more we'll pick apart uh, once we've stepped away yeah. from it. Uh, the fun of this is like we're doing this literally on the fly. We can't yeah. sit here and leave dead air. Yeah, trying yeah. to figure can't, this can't out. come back next week and be like, oh, oh, but I thought of I thought of a way to do it. <laughs> we we will do that eventually. Yes, we'll have we a will. bonus episode <laughs> where we like return to some of these because I already have ideas from stuff we've recorded and yeah. I know that I'm I'm very curious. To, uh, uh, as, as far as this episode goes, I'm very curious to 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 know what the li- listeners think. I'm yeah. I because I'm th- this one uh, like every other one we've ended and I felt very satisfied with. Mm-hmm. This one I'm I'm only mediocrely like like if, I'm like okay this I wonder this if, is okay but is this is this really the did we fix it the or new did Terminator we just do exactly what the studios have been doing yeah I, I wonder if me coming up right front and being like I don't like Terminator kind of put a bad attitude on me in the beginning but I think that oh. I I mean yeah it probably vilified you to the <laughs> listeners <It's> well then <laughs> I said I like Terminator three so then they were like we hate him for that yeah, now. yeah. <laughs> good for you all right um, well I I am curious to hear what the the listeners have to say here. You can hit us up on the socials. I am yep. only on Twitter at this point, so you can hit me up at TC's Big Head. And Jim still got that Tabak wax on. Tabak <laughs> wax on. Uh, we also have a website up now, StudioDemandsIt.com, where you can, uh, if you want to RSS, so you can subscribe on a, uh, iTunes and whatnot. It's, we're available everywhere at this point, so. We want to thank the audience that's been growing each episode. So yeah. I know that the studio that Jim and I actually answered to for this podcast <laughs> is very happy with how things are going. And I'm I'm I am thankful for our listeners for chiming in and, and starting to comment. And thank you for Leah and her studio uh better than the book <laughs> productions for demanding <laughs> us to make a new Terminator today. And I the thing I'm most curious about what's dark fate going to be like when we finally see it. Yeah. So if we, if we figured out this movie without knowing anything <laughs> about it, whoo. <laughs> That's got, that would be so f- like what we came up with is so far away from what I think anyone, anyone would, would be thinking. Yeah. yeah. Like that would be we, we probably committed the ultimate sin right off the bat of killing John Connor. But we, we, yeah, yeah, because a lot of complaints from, I mean, why they literally changed the ending to Salvation was like, you can't kill John Connor. <laughs> I'm telling you, you can, and we did. But what if we do it in the beginning? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, well, I think that does it. We uh, will be back again soon with another Studio Demands It. I, I, please keep throwing your suggestions at us. We would love to to go in blind because like yeah. oftentimes I know what I'm going to pitch. So I've already sort of started preconceiving sure. some notions and, and Jim, you had I, this I idea. really, I really try you, not to. I try to, I know I don't either. I'm not I, trying to like, I, yeah. I try to blank my mind. <laughs> so, so yeah. So thank you so much for listening, everyone. Jim, thank you for being here. With thank you. Beard. Uh, thank you for ha- having me. It's your house. Here. It's true. Yeah. Uh, thank you for thank you for recording this. That's, Otherwise, uh, this I did. I did record. Okay, it. that's okay. good. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So I'm TC. That's I'm Jim. Jim. You're TC. And uh, yeah, that's uh, okay. Bye. Studio demanded it. Hi there, this is David Geisler, executive producer of The Studio Demands It, and I am interrupting our outro music here to say that um, after this episode, TC and Jim actually 
uh, continued their conversation a little bit about the Terminator franchise. And so we have a bonus clip that we've decided to put over on our website, studiodemandsit.com. So if you head on over to studiodemandsit.com and navigate to the Terminator post for that episode, you will find a link to some bonus content. Also, I'm pretty excited to talk about a new button that we just put on the website that will allow listeners to submit their own studio demands. So right on the homepage at studiodemandsit.com, we will have a button that will allow you to make a request, make a demand, and TC and Jim will be tasked with trying to solve it. So I encourage you to head on over there. And um, I kind of am excited to see what you listeners task them with. TC and Jim are obviously pretty smart fellas, and me, as a producer and as a fan of the show, want to see what you have to bring. So please, head on over to studiodemandsit.com and be the studio. Send them your demands. I kind of want to say real quick that 6.5 Media is absolutely having a blast producing this show with TC and Jim, and it's the kind of show that we want to listen to. So we are fans of this show as much as anybody else, and I can't wait to hear what the other fans will bring to the show with their crazy, crazy demands. StudioDemandsIt.com, you can get some bonus content for Terminator, and also you can find our link so that you may request some crazy things. Okay, thank you so much. Uh, Thank you for listening. Let's get back to this outro music. (laughs) 